So it was announced that Aunt Jemima, the perfect breakfast syrup, I mean, it doesn't have to be for breakfast. You can put that syrup on anything at any time during the day. If you didn't know that, you can. But they've now changed their name and their logo, kind of. Uh, they got rid of Aunt Jemima on the package. It looks a lot like the a package, the original package with Aunt Jemima on it. It's just that she's not on it. So the 130-year-old mascot of the syrup is gone. And Quaker Oats, a division of the PepsiCo uh, that owns the brand, unveiled the new name and logo, which it said would hit shore sh- store shelves in June. Its new name, Pearl Milling Company. Just rolls right off the tongue, doesn't it? <laughs> it just rolls right off the tongue. Pearl Milling Company. Now, it's not bad. It's just, it looks like Aunt Jemima. It'll, it should, it should have even just, maybe they should have just left it Aunt Jemima without the picture. I don't know. It probably was, it's never going to be good enough anyway. They're talking about it has the historical roots because the small Missouri mill in 1889 produced the self-rising pancake mix, later known as Aunt Jemima. And, you know, they're just trying to tie it in with the history of the product without using Aunt Jemima, that horrible, racist, slavery mascot. Well, now they can't even do that right. Now they're getting hit because of that, because, uh, you know, they're saying that, uh, what? Uh, They're doing that? It sounds like a gravel mining company or a James Bond villain. Well, what's going to be good enough for you? Okay, what's going to be good enough? This is why, and I've said it before, you never bend the knee to the rage mob. Never. Never. I, you know, it's been said by other people. You know, some people have it on their, you know, Twitter account. I don't know, Dana Lash. But uh, I've said it a bunch. So it's my line. (laughs) You just don't bend the knee to the rage mob because it's never going to be enough. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. There's a big story about a Turkish man who has had a relationship with a swan for 37 years. Now, I would never have guessed that swans live to be 37 years old. Or longer, right? I mean, he's had a relationship with the swan for 37 years. It was alive when he met it, and it is still alive now. So it could be, you know, 40 years, whatever. You couldn't, I would have said, you know, swans, what are they, 10 years, maybe 15 years? Nope. 20 to 30 years. Obviously, this one living large, uh, living a lot longer. So this man in Turkey, uh, came across this swan some 37 years ago and noticed that it had a broken wing. It was in an empty field. They took the swan in. They took care of it. They protected it from predators, kept her in the car until that afternoon, and she was able to t- 
take this and he was able to take the swan home then the man just had the swan on the farm and whenever he goes out the swan follows him around takes does follows him around the farm and it's just uh the he named the swan garup which translate to i guess bizarre and uh it's a beautiful thing now he's had this swan for 37 years it's loyal to him stays by his side it's just like one of his children so there you go if you and really i mean any animal that most animals if they're injured and you take care of them they want to stay with you you took care of them they love you right i mean i would have just you know maybe you take care of the swan as you know nice kind of thing to do but do you keep it or do you send it back out in the wild and say take care swanny have a nice day get out of here or do you just keep it on the farm and hope that bizarre follows you around for the next 37 years well that's exactly what happened but i swear to you i would have never you could have i would have lost a lot of money betting on the lifespan of a swan 20 to 30 years and obviously this one is uh, much longer so turkey is in the news so you've got the swan bizarre and you've got another monolith remember we were talking about the monoliths showing up around the world and then disappearing well there's a new monolith that has appeared in turkey and it's just at the world heritage site and it's a structure that's there it's the structure itself has been you know there for a long time it uh they've got footage of it and now they have people guarding it so there's the new monolith in turkey and nobody knows where it came from or what it's doing there um could it be from the space federation i don't know another thing i don't know about is why more people have not died on youtube pranks so timothy wilkes a 20 year old youtuber was shot and killed in nashville <laughs> last friday night while trying to film a robbery prank video. Wilkes and at least one friend reportedly approached a group of people in a parking lot of Urban Air, a trampoline business, while holding butcher knives. And one man in the group, David Starnes Jr., shot Wilkes around 9.30, believing that he and his friends were in life-threatening danger. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, the police said Starnes, oh told them that he wasn't aware it was supposed to be a prank well duh i mean i'm surprised that this hasn't happened more often uh we've seen the youtube videos of the pranks the pranks gone wild and you know they're they just at the last moment they jump in and say no no, dude that was just a joke i was just joking (laughs) we aren't really trying to rob you man calm down uh wasn't quite soon enough in nashville and uh he got shot and killed very sad i mean i don't want the i don't want the people to get shot and killed but they're pulling a frank 
I mean, a prank or a Frank, whatever you want to call it. They're pulling a Frank prank. Um, it's just, I know you want the real reaction. It's more, you know, it's most important to get the real reaction from people when they think you're being, you know, they're being robbed and it's just a prank and you're filming it. So, you know, you get that real reaction and then you get the real reaction of no, 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 dude, it's just a prank. We're just fooling. We're just fooling. And you get that real reaction too. And, you know, it's worth most of the time it's worth the video footage but it's real hard to justify that video footage when bad things happen because of it and obviously bad things happen because of this would-be prank as they're trying to uh, get video footage of them attempting to prank rob these people in a parking lot and uh didn't work out too well for the youtuber and i feel bad for the guy who shot him because he's i mean he's just protecting the people his friends his family he's protecting himself thought his life was in danger and then he shoots and kills this guy and finds out oh, i was just a prank man what are you doing um well at the time uh we didn't know it was a prank did we so sorry but maybe you shouldn't have been doing it I know. I mean, it's real hard. I mean, I'm sorry that the guy got killed, but maybe you ought to rethink. And YouTube will probably have some massive takedown of prank videos because of it. I mean, that'd be nice because they care so much about all their YouTubers. Ugh. All right, a new documentary is out. I have not seen it. I'm. I, I cannot wait to see it. It's called Some kind of heaven it is uh about america's largest retirement community known as the villages america's favorite hometown in central florida and according to this the community was you know it it talks about the villages right i mean the community was designed to be manicured fantasy land for seniors age 55 plus grandchildren and visitors are uh, strictly prohibited to visit no more than 30 days. It's dubbed the Disneyland for retirees because the neighborhoods are designed like a theme park. Imitate old town squares, complete with make-believe histories. Residents say it's like living in a bubble. The developers uh, of the villages have a TV channel, multiple radio stations, a newspaper that only prints positive news, I mean, that's awesome. I mean, it makes me want to, you know, get a place in the villages in a, in a few years. Critics say that the villages are like a creepy Stepford cult for baby boomers with Orwellian-like rules that are dictated by an elusive family worth billions of dollars. So it's not people deciding, here, we've got this place that we're building, and here's all the rules. And you say, yep, you know what, I want to... I want to move to this place. No, that's because you were uh, you were fooled. You were fooled to follow these rules by an elusive family worth billions of dollars. According to the U.S. Census, the Villages is the fastest growing metro in the United States. The population rose 37.8% between 2010 and 2019. Homes cost between 100000 to a million. 
villages is larger than the size of manhattan covers 32 square miles of property with 130,000 residents five zip codes 50 golf courses 100 rec centers 11 dog parks 14 supermarkets 2,700 social and recreational clubs for residents that include one for singles, beetle maniacs, synchronized swimming, softball, cheerleading, retire. <laughs> the villages were designed to hide all the problems of everyday life. And the film follows the lives of four seniors that live on the fringe of the fantasy. So I know that, you know, we've had all kinds of reports about uh, uh, sexual deviance at the villages and plenty of uh, transmitted sexual diseases uh, throughout the villages. And uh, I'd be fascinated to see the following of these people inside the villages they uh they really it goes into depth it follows the one guy that they followed lives in a van he doesn't live at the villages well he kind of lives at the villages he sneaks into the villages he lives in his van and he's hoping to find a sugar mama who will you know take him in and let him live with her and support him I know, I know. In the documentary, it talks about uh, the uh, heavy drinking, Viagra-fueled promiscuity. Um, It uh, talks about how 450 homes are sold per month, fastest growing in the United States, as we said. Uh, The one person that they followed here uh, said that uh, when I I got here in the 80s, there was 800 people, and now there are 130,000. So we did something right. That's one of the elusive family members of the billionaires. And uh, it follows one lady who said that uh, it hasn't been the fantasy land that I thought it would be for reasons that are true to my own what does that mean it's just you all that is is just you for reasons that are true to my own oh okay i think that when you live in the villages you're acting the part every day every night you're part of the fantasy thank you barbara you think so and and they talk about all the golf uh carts it's made so that you don't ever have to leave your particular area of the villages which is I mean, kind of (laughs) cool. They have uh, an average of 250 new homes and 200 pre-owned homes sold per month. Wow. 33,000 acre property, 78 smaller neighborhoods that range in size from 100 to 1,550 houses. Uh, the population ballooned 37.8% more than any other American city. Uh, in order to keep up with the rapid growth, the villages is always expanding with an average of the 250 homes and 200 pre-owned homes sold per month. It has dozens upon dozens of restaurants, bars, nightclubs, gift shops, jewelry stores, churches, movie theaters, medical facilities, a Walmart supercenter, and even a fountain of youth. 
I mean, okay. Um, Panera, Chili's, Olive Garden, Applebee's, TGI Fridays, Home Goods, Steinmark, Belk, TJ Maxx, golf courses, pools. I mean, and the documentary is going to be fascinating because it is going to cover the dark underbelly. So I talked about the guy, Dennis Dean. All right, so he's a lifelong bachelor and playboy. 81 years old now he's now at the villages he came to the villages because he figured hey this would be my last hurrah where else can you party seven days a week with live entertainment it's a great place now he can't afford a home at the villages so he lives out of his van which is and it says here illegally parked within the gated community so he, I don't know if they, if he keeps moving it and they keep letting him park there and moving it, if he hides it, because sooner or later, I mean, the security has got to say, dude, you can't be here, right? But he said that uh, he lives out of his van and he came down here from California to meet some wealthy woman and get set up for life. All right. Good luck. God bless. It's got its own fire department hospital 100 recreation centers with 89 swimming pools 11 dog parks one polo field two archery ranges 47 tennis courts 200 pickleball courts along with numerous basketball courts and who doesn't love to play pickleball (laughs) baseball fields bowling alleys wow and they host of course he talks about maybe we'll get a shot of this in the documentary the senior games where approximately 2,000 residents compete in hundreds of athletic events. And it's, a, you know, according to this, it's a 40-square-mile 40 40 square mile cruise ship. So, I mean, the documentary should be fascinating. I don't know if they're going to give us any numbers on the sexual transmitted diseases or not, but it'd be fascinating to see. I mean, it's, it's got to be a serious take-care-of-business place right i mean it has to be and we've heard reports that it is this is what i was talking about with the golf carts okay so a family the morse family owns the five golf cart dealerships so they've got a monopoly on the golf cart dealerships in the villages they've got to have some kind of deal with the uh, elusive billionaire family so um they sell more yamaha buggies than any other dealer in the nation so I wonder what happens. I mean, those things aren't cheap, right? You're somewhere between ten and fifty thousand dollars for the golf carts. Some, you know, look like mini Hummers and hot rods and tanks. <laughs> Some, you know, just look like a golf cart. Can't have that. That's just that's a that's a newbie. That somebody doesn't have any money. You know, they live over there in that new that new area. Don't even talk to them. So. uh it's going to be fascinating, but I would be, it'd be interesting to see if you could open another golf cart dealership in the villages. Probably not. They'd probably have you shot dead and just, just buried somewhere on the property because there's no way. If the Morris family has five golf cart dealerships in the villages, they are not letting someone else move in. That is their monopoly. Maybe somebody should look into that. Maybe we should do a documentary on the Morris family golf cart monopoly at the villages. Yeah. What do you think about that, Morris family? 
I can't wait to see this documentary. I'm really I'm excited. Remember we had the big footage of them during the Trump rallies where they had the golf cart rallies, and uh, it was just uh, you know it's just fun. They try apparently to not keep it uh, you know political, but uh, be be fascinating. The radio station only plays music from the 1950s and the 1960s. The TV station and newspaper only prints positive news, which we talked about. So, according to this, they're peddling this prepackaged fantasy land that has afforded the Morse family a lavish lifestyle that includes forge. Oh, there you go. I apologize. The Morse family is the elusive billionaires that take over. So, they're not letting anybody in. That's their private golf cart industry. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing is their industry. So, the family those bastards four jets a 147 foot yacht a sprawling private compound within the villages no dollar is spared for convenience either in fact the family pays the u.s customs department 120,000 a year to staff the tiny local airport at leesburg with a customs official just to avoid the trek to tampa or orlando when they want to fly internationally well good for them what are you talking about they're worth like three billion and they set up this great place that everybody wants to move to i hate capitalism man do i hate capitalism but we're still going to uh the morris family also owns utilities garbage collection service banks newspaper tv channel radio stations hospital assisted living facilities liquor stores as well as liquor distribution rights five golf cart dealerships that sell more yeah, yeah, yeah we talked about that and uh they are the landlords to nine million square feet of commercial space with tenants like target walmart Publix. yes because they i don't know they own the property but they're an elusive billionaire family and it's just not good enough i cannot wait to see this new documentary on the villages and it is up on uh, amazon prime i can rent it on prime Ooh, 6.99 to rent it though i'm not sure if i want to spend that money and don't forget that we always had the drunk joe biden it really wasn't joe biden but we made jokes about it that it was joe biden for years in fact it's on youtube as biden 2020 drunk uncle joe singing the villages and dancing and uh you know it's a classic advertisement for the villages the villages america's friendliest hometown the villages America's friendliest hometown, <laughs> the villages. I mean, classic, right? I know, classic. And it's a surprise that uh, Joe Biden would be doing that, uh, you know, inebriated at the villages. It was a number of years ago, though. You're not going to, it looks a lot, uh, a lot younger. And he doesn't look like himself. So I'm guessing that it might not be Joe Biden. But, I mean, that's what the video says, that it's Joe Biden. <laughs> All right, let's, let's go to the break room. I need an ice-cold drink of something. I'll tell you that right now. 
Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So good. Hey, as long as we're in the break room, let me remind you to subscribe to this podcast. If you're listening to the show and you're not a subscriber, then you're just a freeloader and nobody likes a freeloader. So subscribe to the podcast and then you become a freeloading subscriber. And everybody loves a freeloading subscriber. Nobody likes a freeloader. So subscribe to the podcast. Uh, You can subscribe to the platform that you're listening to it on now. Or you could choose like iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, whatever platform warms the little cockles of your heart. Uh, It's available on a plethora of platforms around the world. So just subscribe to Chewing the Fat. And if if the platform allows you to rate and review, there's no need to think about it. Just rate it 20 stars, best podcast ever, and you're good to go. Uh, You know, it helps spread the word about the podcast. Okay. All right. Good. And you can, you know, you might as well follow me on YouTube, Chewing the Fat channel on YouTube. Uh, Just, you know, follow me there and click the little notification bell so you know when uh, new videos are posted there. Uh, If you want to become a member of Blaze TV, and so you can not only listen, but you can see on TV, not this podcast. I'm not allowed on TV. Well, I'm allowed on TV when I do Pat Gray Unleashed program, either my, you know, weekly Wednesday and Friday shows, or as this week, I've been, you know, working with Pat every day on uh, Blaze TV. And I'm guessing that they allow me on Blaze TV then. Um, I see myself on camera in the monitors. I don't know if it ever ends up on real TV or not, but it's possible. But if you want to be a, a, a member uh, now is a great time to do it. You can go to blazetv.com slash Jeffy, J-E-F-F-Y, and save $30 on a year's subscription. You know, I was looking at that earlier today, and then there's a three-year subscription that they offer for 200 bucks. So, I mean, you can get the year for 69 bucks. You can get the monthly for $10 a month, or you can get the three-year program for $199. And I don't know how long these deals are going to last. So if you're, depending on when you're listening to this podcast, if you go to blazetv.com slash Jeffy, J-E-F-F-Y, if the deal isn't there anymore, I'm sorry. Time's up. So, you know, I would I would go there as fast as I could as soon as you heard this uh, on the podcast. So that just pause the podcast and go to blazetv.com slash Jeffy and get the deal and then come back to chewing the fat. Okay, all right. I know, I know. You're welcome. So the Detroit Zoo had a horrific, a horrific, well, I want to say an accident, but I don't think it was an accident. A female polar bear at the Detroit Zoo was killed. And we don't know why the polar bear was killed, But we do know uh, Anana, the bear, was uh, placed in the zoo in January of last year and had been introduced to the male bear, Nuka, in March. Now, the bears have been living together without incident uh, for the past year, and then they were separated for a few months. And then they were reunited last week as part of the 
polar bear species survival plan. And who doesn't want to be a part of the polar bear species survival plan? And then that's when tragedy stuck. I know. I know. The 16-year-old Nuka trying to breed with Anana killed her. So I don't know if Anana told him. <laughs> Is that all you got? I was hoping for more. I don't know. I don't know what happened in, you know, polar bear business. All I know is that Nuka was not having any of an Anana, whatever Anana said. Or maybe Anana wasn't having any Anuka. Nuka was like, uh, then you're going to die and uh, ended the life of Anana. So, I mean, I don't know. We don't know what happened. The zoo, of course, is devastated. Are they? Of course they are. They're devastated. And uh, and that was, uh, you know, it's a tragic event. Um, Scott Carter, the Detroit Zoological Society, was part of the crowd that was just tragically affected by this. Um, this is not the first time that uh, polar bears have murdered one another at, at the zoo. In 1988, uh, it happened as well. Um, so, I mean, maybe the Detroit Zoo is doing something, uh, wrong in their, uh, <laughs> in their polar bear species survival plan. I don't know. I don't know. I just know. I mean, it's not the first time it's happened. That's all I know. Now, Nuka, the male has lived at the zoo since 2011 and has lived and bred with other female bears. So, I mean, maybe it was just a Nana and she, you know, said something to him that, you know, ticked him off. Like, you know, is that it? <laughs> I was hoping for more dead. I mean, I, you know, you just don't know. You just don't know what could have been said between the two polar bears, but it was a tragic event and. We lost Anana the polar bear at the Detroit Zoo. Now, I'm not sure if you've heard about Tessica Brown. You know, the gorilla glue girl who apparently thought it was a good idea to use gorilla glue as a hairspray. And, uh, you know, her hair has been stuck down together on her skull now. Uh, for way too long, way too long. Well, she's, you know, obviously trying to blame Gorilla Glue and not herself, but she now is going to get some help from a plastic surgeon in California who has said that he would help her free of charge, Dr. Michael Obeng. Well, that's nice. He said he could fix her hair using medical-grade glue remover in a procedure that could take three days. Now, she's raised $13,000 in an online fundraiser, so she's going to fly to L.A. and, you know, get the procedure done. Now, the procedure, according to this, is usually just under 13000 but, you know, since the doc said he was going to do it for free, that means she'll have you know, a couple extra bucks, which I think is nice, right? So it's been stuck 
for a month after she used extra strong super glue because she ran out of her usual product. She went to the ER. They tried to do an acetone treatment, only made the situation worse and burned her scalp. Duh. Uh, The super strong glue, uh, I don't know if you know this, it's only intended to be used with products like wood, laminate, paper, and cardboard. (laughs) It's not meant to be used on your hair or skull. Weird. (laughs) Really weird. I don't know what is the deal i mean if you put the glue on your hair to keep your hair from moving and then it glues to your skull does your skull continue to grow the hair so maybe it's gonna you know push through the glue so you know sooner at some point the glue's got to be able to get off right i mean hopefully you can your hair is going to grow so you could shave it off i don't know i don't know if you end up you end up just making it so you can cut the glued hair, cut the glued hair off, and then make sure you clean the scalp off so that new hair will grow. I mean, that's what you're hoping for. Hopefully, that, I mean, that's what the plastic surgeon is going to do for you, right? The plastic surgeon, hopefully, is going to get the hair off that's glued get the glue off your scalp and then make it so your scalp will be willing and ready to grow more hair and you know then you're you're back to being yourself using regular everyday product in your hair instead of super glue i'm sorry gorilla glue more good news out of the united kingdom i know every day we get better it gets better and better well they're they're arresting people for their tweets and now we find out that there's a school in east sussex that they can't have uh they've got four buildings uh as part of their seaford head school in east sussex two of the buildings are going to be renamed one is after sir winston churchill and the other is jk rowling and it just doesn't represent their views so sure the war hero prime minister who you know made it uh, uh, for, fought for freedom uh, in their country sure i mean you can well imagine how that doesn't represent their views uh jk rowling uh the author uh, literary success uh you can i mean no way that she represents their views just no way so there's no word on what they're going to rename them but because of racism inequality unfairly imprisoning and torturing many winston churchill gotta go uh jk rowling uh just you know her comments about the trans community oh my gosh there's just those those names on the buildings have got to go now you've got the churchill house the mandela house the nightingale house and the rowling house so uh i don't know the night the nightingale house is still good and the mandela house is obviously still good so that's great i mean that's that's great they 
They have possible new names. They have not named them yet. Uh, Tide Mills House, uh, Cuckmere Haven House, Frishton House, Burling House, Beacon House, Hindover House, Blatchington House, and West Messon House. Whatever, whatever they choose is going to be so much better than Winston freaking Churchill and J.K. Rowling. I think we all agree on that. And then you come back across over the pond to the good old U.S. of A. We have now people wanting to change the $50 bill, change the $100 bill, and change the $20 bill. I don't know if this is real or not. Uh, You know, they're talking about Harriet Tubman on the $20 bill, which I'm not opposed to. Just do it. I don't know why it's such a big deal. I do understand why it's a big deal, but just do it. You kidding me? It's a, it's a, it's Harriet Tubman. Just make it happen. So now they're trying to say, well, you know what we need is to have some, you know, more modern people on our money. Like let's give Oprah the $50 bill. Uh, let's give uh, Kamala Harris the $100 bill. And maybe we give Serena Williams or Taylor Swift instead of, you know, Harriet Tubman. Uh, we put them on the 10 or the 20 as well. So wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be great? Yes. That would be wonderful. Wouldn't it? Yes. It would be awesome to have them on our money because it would make us so much better to have these people on our money wouldn't it yes yes it would good news for those of you that were struggling with whether to wear one mask or two masks or three masks um, the cdc has updated its face mask guidelines and it now advises double masking so wear one disposable mask underneath a cloth mask the second mask should push the edges of the inner mask against your face so in case you were wondering that's the new guidelines from the cdc so double mask at you know all times whenever you're out i see where uh, the weather channel has uh posted I, uh, uh, you know, an event. Look, we're in the polar vortex now. I guess that's what they're calling it. I mean, we're having the big cold attack across the country, and it's going to be, you know, freezing possible snow here in North Texas and maybe even, uh, you know, closer to Southern Texas. And uh, they're looking for, you know, really cold weather. And many of you, wherever you live, are facing, you know, cold weather all the time because it is that time of the year in the United States called winter but uh, there are many places that it shouldn't get that cold and yet it is but the weather channel uh posted their little factoid about according to the cdc 17,000 americans die each year after slipping on ice or snow exercise extreme caution well that's great weather channel i noticed you didn't put anything about wearing a mask and the new guidelines so you're just you know tying it into the weather whatever 
Uh, it's just absolutely uh, ridiculous. And, you know, you're concerned about wearing a mask, and yet uh, we have a new mystery illness, and that wearing the mask, uh, you know, is going to protect you from the COVID-19 coronavirus, uh, maybe, or the flu, maybe, or a cold, maybe. So, good news about the mystery illness in Tanzania. It's reportedly only killed 15 people. It sure it leaves victims vomiting blood. So, we know that uh, 50 others hospitalized uh, from the mystery illness. And, uh, you know, they're just going to vomit blood. And the patients, some of them, mostly male, died within hours after developing the system, uh, developing the symptoms. Sure. Uh, the local chief medical officer said, ooh, a team of experts have been dispatched to assess the patients and investigate the cause of their illness. The problem has not been widespread. It has happened in just a single little ward where people vomit blood and die when they get to the hospital late. So don't even worry about it. Okay. It hasn't even been identified yet. So it's not even an outbreak. All right. (laughs) Now, the health ministry has said, ooh, yeah, no, that's a... That's uh, that's not an outbreak. What are you talking about? No, 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 no. So initial examinations revealed the patients, again, mostly men, suffered from stomach ulcers, ulcers, liver disease, and we've advised them to avoid drinking illicit brew, smoking cigarettes, and other hard drinks. Oh, Okay. So the authorities are testing the water samples and they're testing the blood for traces of mercury contamination, but they really don't have any idea where this is going or what is going on. Now, the first guy that commented, he's been, uh, he's been asked to step down. We don't need you speaking to people anymore. (laughs) okay yeah i know (laughs) you're giving out too much information and uh yeah we're just gonna suspend you and you need to just go away for a while okay so according to this uh everything's fine we know in tanzania that covid19 has been stopped by the power of prayer claimed president uh john Megafully. Uh, so good, right? It's been, uh, that's great with the power of prayer that, uh, that COVID-19 has been, uh, been stopped in its tracks. Now, this particular mystery illness um, has really hurt more people than what they're telling us. Right now, they're saying that uh, it's remained only, only a little over 500 people for a few weeks so don't even worry about it now there are people out there you know like the first person the first guy that was given us reports that was suspended he believes that the numbers could be in the tens of thousands ah don't worry about it drink herbal remedies and don't smoke cigarettes got it Okay, I don't want you smoking any cigarettes. 
Uh, we're going to test the water. That's fine. I don't want you to drink any hard drinks, and I don't want you. Well, you can drink it. Just avoid drinking illicit brew, and you should be fine. Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good. That's <laughs> uh, fine. <laughs> uh, have you ever wondered what would happen if your kid? I don't know swallowed you know kids swallow stuff all the time uh they just pick stuff up off the floor legos or batteries or whatever and they you know swallow them and you hope that it gradually works its way out of the body well a 12 year old boy uh swallowed 54 magnets 12 year old boy from uh oh my gosh great britain another great britain story he went under the knife for a six our surgery now he swallowed the 54 magnets as an experiment according to his mom well i mean he's a 12 year old kid maybe mom says how about no don't do that so he ate a, uh, the small magnetic balls to see if metal objects would stick to his stomach and see how they looked when he pooped them out that's what mom says now i don't know if mom was involved prior to the event where mom could have said again and i i'm just quoting myself now but this if i was his mom i would have said um no so when they failed to emerge four days later uh she rushed him to the hospital and uh got the uh, got the old surgery go ahead um Doctors told her that they removed 54 magnets, twice the number that they had expected as far as pre-surgery x-rays showed. Um, he spent all this time vomiting. Uh, his um, bowels were leaking. Oh, man. He had a catheter involved. That does not sound. That'll teach you. That'll teach you. almost sounds like you're in Tanzania with the new <laughs> with the new disease that nobody is admitting actually is there. It's fine. Shut up. Don't worry about it. So there's younger children in the family, and uh, they have removed all the magnets from the house. Really, why do you need to move remove the magnets from the house? You just I'm figuring now the other kids are smart enough to know. Hey, you saw what happened to our brother, right? Uh, we're not going to swallow those batteries anymore. Okay? <laughs> okay, then. That's good. You can go play with your Magnus now. Don't worry about it. Yeah, that's fine. And uh, one last uh, one last uh, story. Eli Lilly, CFO, which is a big gig. Uh, it's a really good gig, too. Uh, the CFO has resigned after inappropriate communications with employees wait what so they announced josh smiley is the chief financial officer and senior vice president has resigned after an investigation revealed inappropriate personal communications with employees now they did an independent investigation because they were made aware of allegations of an inappropriate personal relationship between smiley and an employee the investigation reveals consensual though inappropriate personal communication well if it was consensual 
then that means that he, somebody else was pissed that he wasn't paying them any attention and reported him for this hey there's an inappropriate personal relationship going on uh, he just all he does is is say something to her or him and uh that can't be he's got to resign he can't have any relationships with employees you know the people he works with he's that one of the head guys everybody is below him unless he's you know taking care of a little business with the board members most of the other people that he deals with are underlings so of course it may be um an inappropriate personal relationship i'm sure they have their you know company policies i get it but it was consensual though inappropriate so you can't have that anymore not anymore not in today's world sure it was consensual though inappropriate don't you even come back to me talking about that consensual stuff because that doesn't matter in today's world okay it's inappropriate and it's inappropriate personal communications with more than one employee and we cannot have that so that's exactly what it was he used poor judgment he had inappropriate personal communications with more than one employee so one of the employees that he tried to break it off with said i know you're not going to break it off with me for her or him and uh, that can't be so i'm reporting you this is this is inappropriate personal relationships and cost the man his job wow that's uh that's tough because it was consensual (laughs) 